This is Shudders Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi and welcome. Hello and welcome to, to episode Shudders episode five hundred and fourteen. Five hundred and what? <laughs> five hundred and fourteen. Five hundred fourteen of Shudders Inc. I'm uh, of Shudders Inc. This is Bruce I'm Williams Bruce from Podcast dot com. From Podcast dot com. And joining me once again. Joining me from once again. <laughs> from the place that's out from of Melbourne. lockdown. <laughs> Come on, keep up. <laughs> the place that's out of lockdown. <laughs> it is Mr. Glenn Lavender from Glenn Melbourne, Lavender. Australia. How um, are you? Creativephotoworkshops.com.au. What are you doing? Hey, um, you. Oh, I'm pretty good. And yourself? Ah. Uh, It'd <laughs> be nice if we could go somewhere. Yeah, well, we've come out of lockdown. We went into lockdown, was it two or three weeks after you guys? Yeah. This of your moronic people coming yep. down to our state. And, That's it. Um, we did what was needed. We locked everything up straight away, much to everyone's disgust. Yeah. And then two weeks and a bit later, we've knocked it all down to nothing. Yep. Uh, only place in the world to defeat Delta twice. <laughs> in fact, we're also the only place in the world to defeat Delta once. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, we have world records for both of those. And then uh, and and then you guys, uh, when I hear four more weeks of lockdown, I just hear now. Yeah. 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 So, so I think it's been five weeks so far, or four, yeah. four and a half so far. No. I feel your pain. I know we've been there. Yeah. We Victorians, yeah. besides being smug, we Victorians have been there. I can't even remember how long we were locked down, 16, yeah. 18, 20 weeks or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's, it's not a lot of joy, is it? No. <laughs> not a lot at uh, all. It's uh, and, and you don't even have the, the <coughs> joy of homeschool your kids to uh, keep you <laughs> occupied. No, I'm very thankful for that. <laughs> I would have been so. <laughs> well, I could watch YouTube for four weeks, no problem at all. Yeah, right. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I have enough varied interests yeah. that I can, I can, I can, I can watch the worst produced videos yeah. with the worst possible sounds yeah. and, and with the the you know, poorest execution of content <laughs> uh, for hours on end. Right. Yeah. So this is why I can't do TikTok. I need my content bad longer. <laughs> Uh, imagine TikTok in, in lockdown. I mean, you're watching, how long do those things go for? 15 seconds? Something like that. You need four just for one minute. Yeah. You know, an hour, you look at 240 videos an hour, Bruce. That's it. Yeah, which is, you're talking, what, if you're, if you're awake like I am 20 hours a day, that's five, 4,800 videos a day <laughs> for 10 weeks, yeah. 48,000, you, you, you would have watched TikTok. Somehow the whole I thing. <laughs> You'd have watched that from beginning to it. You've seen everything. Or you would have got like an eight a k. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <there> you, <laughs> you would have got. You would have got. A, you would put a fair dent in it at least. Yeah, you'd reckon. <laughs> so, you would, so YouTube, with some of these things, yeah. Some of the ones I, I've watched, some Bruce that was fourteen hours. What? I watched a fourteen-hour YouTube video. You did not. I did. In, and guess what? At 1x? Watched every minute of it. Oh, yeah, not in one hit. Oh, like two hits. No, no, I said at 1x, as in at real-time playback. Yeah, yeah. 14, 14 hours of the end. I watched it in two seven-hour sittings. You are kidding me. No. What was it? It was a guy uh, travelling across, um, I can't remember the name of the island, now, an island up in the Aleutian Islands. Yeah. Him and his dog in the middle of winter, uh, just you know, survival... Travelling. 
and it was like it, it, it took him like I don't know, it took him like two weeks or something to get across. Yeah. You know, minus forty every day kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And and he films it all and puts together these videos. They're they're, they're really good. It's, it's the videos. He does lots of videos on uh, yeah, getting out in the wilderness and with, with just your kayak and your. Well, he used to have his dog, but his dog died. Uh, not from the cold. Right. <laughs> he woke up one morning, just this stick insect, just frozen the animal. <laughs> yeah, and so it's Jim, Jim Baird, his name is, B-A-I-R-D. Mm-hmm. He was the survivor of the Canadian reality TV show Alone, which is like a Bear Grylls, like survival in the wilderness so, so you can survive the longest or what I, I don't know, I've never seen the show. Yeah, right. Uh, based with, I, think, I think you're allowed to take like a butter knife and a two-inch <laughs> piece of string. Right. And no clothes, and you got to go out in the wilderness uh, with just that and see and survive. <laughs> this may not this this may not be the actual premise of the show, right? But it would probably make it more interesting, right? <laughs> okay, uh, it's like yeah. So it's so anyway. So you won the show, went out in the wilderness and survived longer than I, I, I'm assuming it's longer than other people, and so he's, he's quite famous now. And he puts together all these videos, yeah, right, on just getting out and trekking through. You know, wilderness that pretty much no one ever goes to. Yeah, and I've got to tell you, the one across this island, this it, this this snow, had some of the most incredible scenery I've ever seen in my life. I mean, some ma- couple of mountain ranges that I've just said they go ah, and that and it made me want to become a landscape photographer. Wow, that is a big call. I mean, it uh, phenomenal, just just epically phenomenal, and it's like. Oh, and um, yeah, and I, I just said actually, I actually paused the video multiple times. Yeah, and just sit and stared at it. Yeah, that's how good that's how good some of these things were. Now, just, just remind to... me, the Aleutian Islands—they're somewhere up near the, oh, the mother, Arctic. Dude, dude. First up, if you think it was the Aleutian Mountains, you don't know me very well. You know, <laughs> I just pulled that name out of my butt. Oh, okay. I mean, it was somewhere cold. Right. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's this. This look. This this Baffin Baffin Island. There right. you go. I just found it. Yeah. Okay. Now I lie. Actually, it wasn't the Baffin Island one that went fourteen hours because it only goes for five hours fifty-two. Right. Uh, but it could have been his fourteen-day survival through. Right. But this 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 six-hour video has got one hundred twenty-one thousand views. Yeah. Right. Which is pretty good for six-hour. I mean, people yeah. might only stay for ten minutes, but. Uh, yeah, it's wow. um, it's it's pretty cool, uh, but yeah. So, so if we look at now Baffin, now now I go to Google. See, see, doing live research here, folks. It's nothing. <laughs> it's called lack of research. Baffin Island Mountain. There we are. <laughs> we can Mount Thor. Here we go. We're getting closer. Thor Peak. No, it wasn't. No, I I think it was Mount T H O R or T H A W. I think I think he was cold, and it hurt himself the day before. He was a bit poor. No, Mount Asgard was one of them. So look at Mount A S G A R D, Mount Asgard. Yeah, it's a twin peak mountain with two flat top cylindrical rock towers separated by a saddle. Yeah, but when you put that with this epic winter, winter swirling mist and snow and sunrise, oh, and then you've got to look at Mount Thor. Mount Thor was actually probably the one I was thinking of. Even yeah, um, how's it Asgard spell? was cool. T-H-O-R. Right. Nice. So, yeah, so it's like that, all the, this, this sort of scenery all the way through this trip. It's yeah. Just, oh, just amazing. So um, Baffin Island, it's in. The, it's up in Nunavut. Yep. 
Canada. You know, I was I was living in Canada when they were looking at coming out with the name for none of it. Right. For the for the for the province. Okay. Uh, and they were doing they were doing a poll uh, of the of the of the populace of the people of Canada to know what to name this new province. And when I left Canada, the leading candidate was Bob. <laughs> Most people wanted it called Bob. And I think the government uh, vetoed that for some reason. But um, that would be kind of... Where do you live? I live in Bob. <laughs> it's, it's got a ring to it, you know? So as your two weeks been since last we talked? Uh, staring at the walls. Yeah. So I can see why last week you didn't want to do an, an episode because staring at the walls just uh, <laughs> couldn't hit him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why, why, why do you titter so? Okay. <laughs> oh, that's because I said I couldn't be bothered. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> but I was I too was sitting staring at walls at that point too. Yeah, right. You know what we could have done? We could have sat and stared at walls together. That's right. Separated by eleven hundred kilometers. We should have had a zoom call. We could have watched each other staring no, at walls. We should have had a walls. zoom wall. A zoom wall. <laughs> a zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you yours if you'll show me mine. Yeah, that's oh, no, that's two no, that's two fat people with a mirror. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you my wall if you show me your wall. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You stare at my wall for a couple of hours. Yeah. Uh, and, to, uh, anyway. and, to, and to make it all worse, there has oh. been no work come through oh, no. for me whatsoever oh, uh, in, yeah. in the terms of audio book editing. So I've just been on a forced uh, couple of weeks holiday where I'm chewing up my uh, meagre reserves of yeah. cash. So. Yeah. You hand that to the government, dude. Hey, yeah, I think it'll be means tested. I wouldn't get far there. I'm not sure if it is. Okay. Uh, Mike Hampton does it all, so I don't ever, I don't have a clue how it's done. But Mike Hampton says, "Oh, you have got this much money coming to you. Have I really?" Uh, <laughs> that's the example for what? Yeah, I don't think it's means tested so much as it's um, just simply how much of your wage has been affected by the thing, and there's some compensation, right? I should look into it, dude. The only problem is that my employer hasn't claimed that it's COVID-related. But aren't you aren't you now a, a self-employed person? Yep, a sole trader. So you have to declare that it's right. that it's COVID-related, right? Okay, because it's all of a sudden, you know, the people you normally would have got work coming in from are not getting any work. Yep. Because uh, people aren't travelling to go into places yep. to do stuff, that's so it's COVID point. related. That's a good point. Yeah, of course, of course, that's a good point. It's me. <laughs> yeah. Between the shits, there's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to, you just have to kind of, yeah, keep working through it to find the good stuff. That's but it. Yeah, so check into that, dude. Yeah, yep. you are your employer, so yep. you can declare what you can declare yourself whatever you want to declare yourself. I declare myself king of Poland. It, it actually is now a case where the reason I'm not getting the work is because they can't get narrators into the studio. So, yeah. So it is COVID-related, positively. Yep. 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 So put your hand out and don't be ashamed of it. You've paid enough taxes over your lifetime, right. my friend. Tell me about it. To, to warrant a little, a little say, hey, th- things are tough. Give me some... If, if they can fly the Premier of Queensland... Uh, to Japan to uh, watch an opening ceremony. Yep, I think which she didn't want to go to. Which she didn't want to go to. And she shouldn't have gone to Japan in the first place. Yep. They could slip you a couple of bucks, say, hey, hang on, you'll, we'll, we'll make sure you're right at the end of it. You would think so. But I would think. Not only do I think so, I know so. Yeah. But do it. <sighs> so, we're, so we've done nothing photography-wise. Actually, I, I lie. I did a little tiny bit of something photography-wise today. Yeah. 
the uh, Skylum, the Luminar people, the people who make the Luminar oh, yeah. software, yep. just released an update that has portrait bokeh as one of the effects you can, you know, uh, that the AI does. So, right. does, you know, the, so I thought I'd give it a bit of a test. Okay. You know, and do a quick, uh, and it works exceptionally well in most instances. Yeah, nice. But exceptionally well. Press one button and, and then you can little slides to determine you know, sort of how strong you want the effect to be. Yep. Press the button. Nice. Yeah. But here's, here's the other thing, though, which I, which I really liked about it hmm. was, okay, so, yeah, you can do the bokeh. Yeah. A bouquet, a bunch of flowers, but then you can control the brightness of the background right. and the temperature of the background. Nice. So you can either warm up or cool down that, that out of focus blurred background. Yeah. And you can uh, you can you can you can bring the bring the brightness down a bit or increase the brightness for, for mood as well. So it's actually it's not just controlling blur, it's controlling mood. Mm-hmm. Quite nice. It's just, once again, all just from sliders with no actual skill required. Nice. Um so yes, yeah, so I was I was Quite impressed. Nice. I must say, yeah. Well, it's interesting that you should bring that up because uh, just a couple of weeks ago we had the uh, twice-annual major release from Darktable Ah, uh, with version 3.6. And one of the – well, okay, so let me backtrack first. One of the things that I've always loved about Darktable is its ability to create parametric masks – of an image based on luminosity, hue, uh, chromaticity, all of those things, or any combination of those things. So you can create the most amazing masks within your image. But now they've also brought out, um, in the latest release, a detail slider, and basically it allows you to hone in on the pixels that are in focus or the pixels that are out of focus to build your mask as well, which is really neat because it means, you know, things like your sharpen module, you can now say, okay, I want to activate the sharpen module, which, I mean, it's activated by default, but in its default mode, it's affecting all pixels in the image. But now with this detail slider, you can turn on the mask visibility and then just crank up that slider until it's only highlighting the in-focus pixels. And so you're then only sharpening pixels that were already in focus, which is great because if you've got something like a sky or if you've got a, a blurred background, you don't want that stuff being sharpened. Yeah, yeah it's really neat. So pretty impressed with that. Yeah. Anyway. Unless you're an anti-masker, then it won't work at all. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> boom, boom. So, do you have to, so if you're an anti-masker, do you have to be an anti-masker everywhere? <laughs> so I, I can't use masking tape. <laughs> I can't mask out a photo. Yeah. I can't go to Halloween. Fancy dresses right out. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you get to live by a principle in life, live that's, by a principle. That's right. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. I, I, I personally, I love wearing masks, and I would like to wear masks always when I'm out in public. Right. In fact, in fact, from going forward, I think I might have to. Okay. It's actually now becoming a necessity because I, what I find when I'm walking around, I'm mouthing f- you to people <laughs> all the time. <laughs> You and you can't see it because of the mask. I'm worried if I take the mask off, it's not going to end well, Bruce. It's not. So, yeah, look at little kids off, little kid, you know. 
This is the not safe for work episode. Uh, <laughs> the woman behind the counter, oh, f- off. I'm not paying for that. You want how much? F- off. You want how much? <sighs> what? You won't haggle? F- you. <laughs> so yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, I might need to keep wearing it. Fair it's, enough. Uh, and I'm thinking of getting like uh, f- uh, finger cuffs. <laughs> yeah, they kind of, kind of hold the middle finger down, like f- gloves that have no middle finger. So yeah, they're good for rock concerts a bit. Yeah, yeah but. Speaking of at rock concerts, we should uh, say a farewell to uh, ZZ Top bassist. Oh, Dusty died Hill. Today. Yeah. Yeah, died today. You know. uh, he's got legs, but he won't be using them anymore. And some drummer from some band died the other day as well. I reckon someone's putting together a band. Right. They've got the bass, they've got the drummer. Right. I'm not concerned about which lead singer's going to go this week. Yeah, right. Yeah, so keep an eye out and let's see who else they put together. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> shall we shall we shall we talk some photography? We should. What do you got? I've got a little mooning, <laughs> uh, which uh, some some amateur photographer going uh, amateur astronomer, I should say, going through some old footage of Jupiter that was taken with a big telescope has found a moon. Wow! Which is it's the first am- first moon discovered by an amateur photographer amateur astronomer, I should say, since you know. I don't know, since uh, Galileo was a boy or something. Wow. A while. And he's rediscovered five others that went missing. What? How how did we just lose five planets? Sorry, five moons. Moons. Yeah, well, it's a big planet, but it got stuck behind it. Uh, But... Well, they're thinking now there's maybe 600 objects orbiting around Jupiter. Wow. Yeah, of varying sizes. And the, the luminosity on a lot of them is so Light, yep. That is only when Jupiter's particularly close to the Earth, and if they're in just the right spot, can they be be seen? Yeah, so, right. Yeah, so I thought that was, that was pretty cool that um, there's still discoveries. I mean, the people that's always amazed me the most in um, astronomy are the comet hunters. Oh, okay, yep. They only use a pair of binoculars. Wow. Right. And they go out night after night and stare at one part of the sky. Wow. And they've memorised every single star. What? And its position. Okay. And they will notice the second something's there that shouldn't be. Wow. And they then rush in, pick up the telephone, and call Comet Headquarters, (laughs) CHQ. I'm not sure that's quite who it is. And report it, and if they if they're the first in, they get to name it. Oh wow! I think they've got like a one hour window. If someone else calls in within an hour, they both get to name it. If no one calls in within an hour, then it's yours. Wow! You often hear of um, comets with two names. Yep. And that's because two people in different parts of the world staring through binoculars at this tiny part of the sky have seen this incredibly faint object within an hour of each other wow. and called up and reported it. Wow, it's, uh, it, it's quite quite astounding. Um, so th- those guys, just the ability to be able to memorize space—that's yeah, crazy. I'm, I'm assuming they specialize in certain areas, you know, because comets more like because of the way the solar system works, they're only going to come through a, a particular part of the sky. They're not going to come from any old place. Yeah. So they, they but they memorize that that zone, which is quite incredible. Yeah. The idea of think- only doing it with binoculars, which is. Not a particularly powerful mechanism when you're talking. Oh, but you don't want power. You don't want power. Power's your enemy. Because you zoom in on too small you space. Want width. You want you. 
yeah, too small a zone. You need wide. So they usually use like 80 mil or 100 mil binoculars or 125 mil binoculars. So, yeah, it's basically, yeah, big, chunky things. So they're really big light gathering capacity. Yeah. Uh, so they can see really faint stuff. And um, and using both eyes, of course, is better than using one eye because it gives you, you know, not straining the eyes, it gives you a better build-up vision. Right. And that's just lay back. And you, but you want a fairly wide field of view, so you're not you know, missing out on it. Which is why if you ever get a great comet come to town to view, the last thing you want to take out is a telescope to look at it, you want binoculars. Right. Because you'll always see more and laws look better. Yeah? There's too big an object when it gets, if it ever gets good enough, it's too big an object for a telescope to see properly because right. their field of view is too small. Yeah, right. So yeah, so this, but I think there's one guy. I think the the record comet hunter has found fourteen or fifteen comets. Wow! In his lifetime, which is astounding. That's phenomenal. The, the amount of time these people would put in, you know, and it's a, it's a whole a whole field of amateur a, amateur science. So between that and the search for SETI, <laughs> you know, you can do that yourself as well. You can search for SETI, search for extraterrestrial intelligence yourself. Yeah. There's like computer programs you can download. Yeah. And you listen to what they're recording and, and try and find stuff. Uh, so you can be involved in the project too, which is kind of cool. Right. Yeah, you have your computer. Basically, it, it's, it, when, it was, when it's not using its, its full RAM, it spends some time just scanning what's been yep. previously downloaded, which is quite amazing, looking for anomalies. Yep. But anyway, that's a bit of uh, non-photographic science talk for the night, yep. full of all that scientific jargon. Yeah. Now I've got here a, 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 a Kickstarter project. Um my headline is Fjord of Taking Pictures, which I think was supposed to be a play on board on taking pictures. Hello, mm-hmm. Fjord and faster controls now on your iPhone. Hello, rolls it and rolls it. <laughs> These guys have admitted yet another iPhone case. Right. But it's an iPhone case with all sorts of you know, mini dials and different sensitive shutter buttons and all sorts of cool stuff <laughs> to make it a more pro shooting tool. A zoom slider. Dials, the whole, you know, you know, wow. all sorts of cool looking stuff. It looks really good. It's a bit expensive. It's like 180 Australian dollars, so you, it right. would not be good. But uh. here's the thing, though. I mean, people people laugh at iPhone photography as yeah, you know, and and, and you know, it's just not popular, or yeah, you know, well, not it's not used by real photographers. Well, this thing's got uh, had a target of thirty two thousand, no, and it's got three hundred ninety thousand. So. It wasn't the target twenty three thousand. No, I've got here. Oh, that might have been twenty three thousand euro. Oh, okay. Get the Australian site. So, yeah. so the, the, it was thirty two thousand Australian was what they wanted. They've got three hundred ninety thousand Australian. Wow, which is pretty good for yeah. one thousand seven hundred and seven backers. Yeah, and it's still got sixteen days to go. Wow. If you are into your eye phonography, yeah, and um, you want a, a, a better device for shooting with, go Jeff Gander at it. Nice. Not a lot. Oh, here we go. I've had a song. Yeah. Someone, uh, someone wrote a song called She Shoots on Nikon. <laughs> right. And it's a rap. And it's worthy of viewing. Well, I say that. I watched the first 40 seconds. The right. first 40 seconds is okay. The rest, I'll let you judge that. But anyway, right. <laughs> I can't be held responsible for anything that happens after about 40 seconds. Right. Fair Basically, enough. after she pulls the camera out of a bag, after that, not my fault. Right. Before that, feel free to take blame for making you watch that. <laughs> I'm happy with it. Uh, what else have I got there? Um, oh, here's the thing. I was looking on Peter Pixel, Peter's site yeah. today, right? And there's this article, where to sell your used camera equipment. Best places. Two articles down, where to buy used equipment. <laughs> now I'm thinking, they could have done a 
where to buy and sell, use <laughs> combine the two quite effectively. Yeah. But no, they've got two separate articles. Yeah. I didn't look at them, but if you're thinking of buying and or selling, there's a couple of articles for you right there. <laughs> I'm thinking it's mostly US centric. But I've got to say, if you wanted to look for second hand gear, I would look in Japan. Japan has after the, a huge after the second hand market. No, yeah. no it, always. They've always had a huge second hand market, and the stuff oh, okay. and they, they they look after the stuff so damn well. The stuff's usually pristine, right. and they're always changing over the gear, so it tends not to have an awful lot of shots on them. Yeah, and 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 the the sites that sell them rates them to you know, to percentages of quality of condition, so you can really be honed in on exactly the sort of level of quality you're going to get and right. condition you're going to get. Yeah. Um, so yeah, feel feel free to uh, put those up if anyone wants to uh, have a bit of a look. Yeah, but that's all I got. That's all I got for the for the week. Right. So what was the what was the third petapixel article? No one needs to see your photography. Oh, that's right. I, I, I closed it down before even looking at it. <laughs> There's a video there someone's put together about stopping putting your photos up on Facebook and stop putting your photos up on Instagram. It's just going to kill your photography, right? And your passion and everything we've been talking about. Photography is dead. Yeah. Well, his his solution is no. It's not dead. Just don't go and look at anybody's. I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. He might not have said that. I didn't watch the video. Uh, <laughs> right. um, it's it's uh, but how it effectively will kill your creative juices and stop pushing you to be a better photographer and stop you know, developing you and all this sort of stuff. Which so whilst I didn't watch it, I agree with him. Right. <laughs> if you watch the video, a little disclaimer here. If you watch the video, yeah. and his conclusion is something you think, and I think we've all come to know me a little bit well by now, people. <laughs> if if his conclusion seems somewhat opposite to my, my <laughs> thoughts on the world, please let me know. Yes. And, uh, and man. Con- conversely, if he's like on tap with exactly how I feel, also let me know because I can always all right then, you know. <laughs> So when it comes to doing research at this show, we'd like you to do it. <laughs> After the fact. <laughs> exactly. Come back and – well, give us something to talk about next week. Uh, there you go. I mean, we're locked in – well, you are. You're locked in rooms. I've been out and about this week, Bruce. I've been driving, going for drives. Have you? You've been gallivanting. I've, I, I, I've vanted a bit. I didn't, <laughs> didn't vant too far. Right. Uh, but here's the worst, here's the worst thing. I thought yesterday, you know, because it's what it's Thursday, so we've been out. We've been out for two days. Mm. So yesterday, yesterday was the first full day out. Right? right. Got in the car, started driving. Yep. Got about ten minutes. Yeah. And go, where are you going? And I've said to myself, I don't know. <laughs> I said, What are you doing? And I said to myself, I don't know. <laughs> what do you want to see? I said, I don't know. So we turned around and went home. Right. <laughs> That's about as far as we've advanced so far, Bruce. <laughs> I th- then I decided, no, then I, I went out again. Yeah. I decided I had to have, I needed to have, I must have, I need to have them now, a set of Apple AirPods Pro. <laughs> had to have them. Inst- instantly. Need them right now. Nothing Nothing in my life will make me happier than having these things right now. Went to the first shop, they were open. I mean, they were open. They had no stock. <laughs> So I said, oh, it's a sign. You're not meant to have them. Yeah. So I went for a drive to another shop. Yeah. I didn't have any, Bruce. <laughs> so I said to myself, it's a sign. You're not meant to have them. So I went for a drive. Yeah. To another shop. 
They didn't have any Bruce. So I said, ah, see, three times in a row, that's a sign. You're not meant to have them. Save the money. Yeah. You might need it for who knows what else. So I went to another shop. Yeah. They didn't have any. <laughs> so I said, that's a sign. Came home without them, Bruce. Right. So today I went out, went to a shop. They didn't have any. So I said, Glenn, can't you tell a sign when it's slapping you in the face? <laughs> no, Bruce. I went to the next door, next door, and they also didn't have any, so I might not be getting any. I'm thinking <laughs> six doors, you, not have, one. Have yeah. you thought about click and collect? <laughs> no, I want, I want the pleasure of buying. You know, just, just walking in there and picking up. Yeah, if you can yeah. go out and go out and buy something, but no, nature's <laughs> saying no, you don't need them. Yeah, yeah, and it's possibly right. <laughs> Quite possibly. So, so maybe I could we can collect. No, if I go to fourteen or fifteen more stores and they haven't got them, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it, it might, um, it might just be a sign. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Since two thousand five. Shutters Inc. has been a labour of love, but beyond the time required to produce it, there is also a financial commitment. If you find value in the podcast and would like to help keep the servers running, hit up the Patreon link, which is in the show notes. Even a couple of dollars a month will help. Much appreciated. Now, back to the podcast. Now, you've got nothing to, to add to today's conversation, I'm assuming. Uh, other than the gazillion things that Paul Sutton sent us. Well... And you've done your, your adequate research and seeing if it's worthy or not. Yeah. Right? So you haven't looked at them? <laughs> no. <laughs> so we have no idea what they are. So no. I thought, here's for, here's for something a bit different. Let's do a live read-through. Let's go live. No research. Without Annette, because she's at home. Yeah. Uh, without, <laughs> without Annette. Uh, and we're going we're gonna to balance on the tightrope wire and have a look live. You mean like we do every other week? It's supposed to feel like we, we care. <laughs> Let's have a quick. How long has how long this episode been going for, Bruce? Long enough. Half an hour. You reckon? Yeah. So I just talk. Tell you what, then. Well, just cut and paste them in. It's 32 <laughs> minutes since I hit record. So after I'm finished. 32. So oh, after I'm finished editing, I'm thinking probably 12. Oh. <laughs> so you're just leaving in the bad stuff. You know? <laughs> Cutting out all the cutting out all the quality. There you uh, go. Let's have a look here. Not much I can say. One meter via eighty centimeters. I don't know what that means. Amazing if we really want soft photos. Unfortunately, I cannot see it getting to the stage of fitting into an underwater housing, and the fish won't still. I want to. I'm curious now to know what this is. So I'm click. I'm clicking the link. It's it's about an ultra large format camera. Why? I don't know why. Yeah, back in back in the olden days, Paul keeps telling me he's into his underwater photography, but he's infused and enthralled with large format stuff, and the two just don't mix. Not easily. <laughs> well, they do, but it won't work when it's under there. Yeah, yeah. You don't need a housing. You don't need a housing for this camera to you go underwater. You need a boots. submarine. No, you don't even need that. <laughs> right. As long as you don't want to take photos, it works. It's perfectly fine underwater. <laughs> <laughs> just just drag it around behind you like an anchor. <laughs> but, but so it's actually a large format digital camera from scratch, and it uses a 600mm f9 lens. Wow. That's pretty impressive. But it's not like a 600mm, like, you know, Canon 600mm. So. No. That is a large format camera. I'll give them that. It is, yeah. it is quite, 
quite big. But see, what size is the uh, sensor? Uh, the digital camera was incredible. Oh, no. uh, see, so required. See, so this one looks like it requires reading, Bruce. It does. We can't have that. <laughs> Seven hundred megapixels. The, um, the challenges. Is it what's next? Oh yeah. Look, if you if you're into your underwater large format cameras, people, and <laughs> possibly even non underwater ones. Yeah, those ones you can actually use. Yeah. Uh, have a check out this article because you know, you've got to kudos to the guy for you know, putting the effort to making it. Yeah. Not kudos for the photos he's taking with it. <laughs> I mean, one has to ask himself. Well, I think my iPhone case, by looks, it would do a better job. Maybe not as detailed, but um, but it, but here's the here's the thing. Um, it, there's a certain degree of pretension. Okay. So this is this is a, this all this sort of comes together. This guy's video nine minute video saying, "Don't put stuff on social media." Yeah. Because what 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 are you looking for? What what kind of attention are you trying to? Get? Same with this guy. Hey, build it if you want to build it, but don't tell us about it. Yeah. Find find your train spotting league that will enjoy it. You know. Yeah. We might not know. <laughs> this <laughs> all all power. No, but I just read this thing about this uh, this friend of mine. This guy I know. This musician I know. His daughter. It's just come. Um, I don't know him. I, you know, I listen to him differently altogether. Daughter, it's just come back from a ten days in the wilderness, and she's apologising for um, not posting for those ten days because she was out of signal range for her phone. But she's been out shooting film in her film camera. Right. <laughs> and it's like, no, just say you've been out shooting photos. Yeah. You know, I don't say so I've been out driving in my driving car. You know, it's just like. <laughs> You know, you're taking photos. It, it, the medium is the pretension. Yes. Yeah. You know, as in one thing or the other, and this goes, well, I've got a 32 megapixel camera or whatever. Yeah. That, that doesn't make the thing interesting. No. The medium, the megapixels, the size of the sensor, the size of the format, none of that makes, and this guy's proved positive with his, and they, they may just be test shots, but, you know. Yeah. But you know, yeah. I think yeah. She's, this woman sat there with a really big leaf on her shoulder. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand that. Yeah, the medium doesn't make the subject interesting. Yeah, that's why you could shoot with an iPhone. You could shoot with an old box brown. You could shoot yeah. with a one ten Kodak. You could shoot with the most expensive camera in the world. But the photos suck. <laughs> Anything you're doing is just pretension. Yeah, you, you're servicing the tool, not the art. Yes. That makes yep. sense? Yep. Yeah. Great. Build these amazing things. Build your um, your camera obscurers. Build your uh, pinhole cameras. Yep. Build. But if the end product, the end image, is only good because it was taken in that method, you know, it's like if you are, oh, I do my own cyanotypes or whatever. Yeah. Well, great. Good on you. All power to you for that, having that skill. But if your end result still isn't interesting... The yeah. process didn't make it interesting. No. When I used to do black and white in me, in me, in me laundry at my mum and dad's house when I was a kid, you know, just adding a bit of sepia tone didn't turn my crap photos into less crap photos. It just turned them <laughs> into browner crap photos. <laughs> actually, tonally, they were far closer to what they actually were. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, but you know what I mean? So, that, that's, so, so whilst, I, whilst I admire all these people's ability to do this sort of stuff, yeah, it'll never thrill me. If I don't look at the result and go, oh my god, look at that! That is a that's that's a really interesting thing, you know. And that's kind of why I like stuff like uh, lens babies. 
Right. Yeah, they've worked out this pretentious little tool that you can bend and change it. But the result's unpredictable and interesting and different. The result, it shows us the world in a way that we didn't see it without this tool. Yeah, and that's kind of cool, you know. Even those people who cut out shapes and put them on their lenses to make their bokeh different shapes yeah. is still interesting. Yeah. yeah, people who get who get um, you know, a prism and put it across the bottom corner of their frame and, and it yeah. flares out this bizarre light. Yeah, that's interesting because they're, they're at using least, a tool at to least create that stuff is unique. Yeah, I mean, yeah. someone else can do the same technique, but they're never going to get the same result. Yeah, and but even even with using that technique, if the photo is still no good, the photo is still no good. Yeah, but if it's good, all power to them, you know. So so once again, this 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 large format, brilliant, great effort. Yeah, maybe maybe don't show us your test images. Yeah, Picasso. Monet, Manet, Mumu, none of these people brought out their sketches and said, look, this is what I, yeah. <laughs> you wait. You wait till I paint the crap out of this for two months. It's going to look bloody awesome. <laughs> like the photographer says, wait till I Photoshop this for 10 hours. You, you won't believe it. It's not going to look anything like this. Yeah. You know, they, they show the finished work. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the thing that they're actually proud to say, well, okay, well, you know, I've used this new medium and this new technique. And once I ironed out all the bugs and, yeah, I don't know, maybe I'm, you know, I'm just a curmudgeonly old fool anyway, so it's probably, yeah, I'm probably completely wrong. Yeah, maybe maybe people who like to build, who actually have the ability to build stuff, like to show their work in progress. Yeah. But, you know, if someone if someone wants me to go out in a boat that's a work in progress, I'm probably not so keen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when we put all the floorboards in, it's going to float much better, you know. <laughs> you know, I just built this car. Look at this. We're doing 200 miles an hour. Next week, I'm putting the brakes in. <laughs> you know, just, it's not. It's, it's not such a great thing. So, um, yeah, look, I've, I've built this helicopter. She's brilliant, isn't she? Look, we're up to 3,000 feet already. Soon I'm going to learn how to land. <laughs> it's like, okay. You know, half-completed jobs aren't always the most interesting. Uh, so let's see what else we've got here. They oh, this next one's talking about selfies. Yeah, you know I've always been peeved yeah. when people take you know, a photo uh, or have someone else take their photo and they call it selfie, yeah. or they yeah you know, are holding someone else and call yeah you know, a couple of them call it a, a selfie because it's not there's more than one person. Yeah. I heard a term this week. Can can I have an Uzzy? <laughs> yeah, you know, somebody wants a photo with someone like a celebrity. Yeah. They put her out. Can I have an Uzzy? And they take it, and it's a photo of us. And I loved it. It's like, yes, yes, Uzzies. That sounds so Australian. <laughs> but it was actually English. It was just probably really? reasonably close as okay. well anyway. But, but, English, but yeah, can I have an Uzzie? Because it just strikes me as something that an Australian would have come up with. <laughs> I just loved it. It might have been them. I've taken it, but that, 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 that's, that's made, that made my week. Uh, uh, it, was from a t- it was from a TV show that I can highly recommend hmm. called Ted Lasso. Was it Lasso? Okay. Ted, about an American football coach who takes over an English soccer team. Okay. <laughs> right. But it's one of the most what delightful. Could possibly go wrong. I know, but, you know, it is one of the most delightful, character-driven, interesting comedy slash 
romantic drama. It's just it's just beautiful. So it's it's one of the best shows I've, I've seen them forever. Right. So um, and what channels so it on? Have, that is on uh, Prime Video. Right. Uh, there's yep. an Amazon Prime Video. Uh, and um, I think, or could, or no, or, no, no, it's just coming to me. I think it might be on Apple TV. Oh, okay. Or any of your illegal download channels. Not that I said that. <laughs> and I also watched this this TV show called Utopia this week. Unfortunately, only season one. Right. And that is a mind twist like your eyes. Oh, That's pretty amazing too. So What's that about? If you, just what, well, you, you love, it's about a pandemic, Bruce. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just what everyone wants to watch during this uh, this, this <laughs> yeah. occasion. The starting premise is this guy, this this girl inherits a house from her uncle who died, and her and her boyfriend go to move in. And he was a hoarder, and the place is just full of crap. Right. And they find these pages to this comic called Utopia. Okay. And uh, and then they do a tiny bit of research online, and they find out that it's this. It's a sequel to this thing called Dystopia, yeah. And no one's ever seen a copy of it. Oh, and so they go, so they go to like a comic con to try and sell it, and where it goes from there. Oh, okay. And it's it's full of twists you don't expect. It's full of yeah, there's some predictability, but the characters are really interesting. The 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 the, 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 the drawing in the cartoon is phenomenal. I guess I just I'd love to have just study copies of them myself. But right. um, yeah, highly, highly, highly recommended. That that one's on uh, Prime Video. Cool. Apparently, it's a remake. It's a remake of a um, of an English version, and everyone everyone on IMDb uh, just saying, "Why did anyone ever allow the Americans to do a version of this?" So the English one apparently is so much better. But the Americans one's really good, I thought. So definitely. From what I hear, it was much the same with Shameless. Really, yeah, Kath yeah, and I watched right. the American version. I've never seen yeah. the English version, but everyone yeah. I know who's seen the English version said it was much better. So it's like The Office, right? Because that's yeah. You know, I think it's like fourteen episodes of the English one and two hundred and eighty the American. <laughs> <laughs> I think they expanded on the idea just a little bit. But yeah, right. Let's um, have a look. What else have we got? Something about they took a selfie at exactly the same time lightning hit. Yes. So it's about these. Oh, but did they? Yeah, you can see the shot. Uh, oh, I'm they're struck by lightning. That's yeah. even more interesting. It wasn't yes. very interesting before. <laughs> they're actually getting hit by lightning. So this is, <laughs> I'm just waiting for it to come up. Yeah, so if you scroll down a couple of clicks, there's a, a screen capture of the tweet from the New York Post that's got the actual selfie in it with lots of... Is it a selfie or an Aussie? It's an Aussie. Yeah. It's definitely an Aussie. Um, yeah. But I don't know if they were struck by lightning or if it just struck close by them, because that doesn't look like they're being struck. Well, they're in hospital. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I got burnt on my thigh and stomach, and it's light left lightning-like marks behind on me and my sister. Oh, it's Harry Potter. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, all, I, all I see is, like, like, flames around them. Well, I think that's the foliage of a tree that they're standing under. Oh, it just lights up with the orange. Yeah. I see, yeah. Yeah. But see, the thing is, the way modern phones work these days, yeah. you know, like an iPhone, because you can, it's basically constantly capturing, once you get the camera up, it's, it's constantly capturing you. Yeah. And when you press the button, it's got, you know, 14 or five or six seconds of frames you can choose from. Right. Right. So you don't necessarily have to take the photo the second it hits you. You've got all these frames on either side that you can then choose which one's the one you want to keep. Yeah. So you know, not yeah, not discounting this amazing thing that they, got, they could even do it in that time frame, but um, 
That, I would say that would probably hurt. But I always thought that, like, doesn't your hair stand on end before you get struck by lightning? I don't know. I've never it's, been struck yeah. by lightning. But yeah, you know, when it's it's like um, yeah, the 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 stuff from the sky and the stuff from the ground are meeting in the middle. I don't know. I'm trying to dumb know. it down for you, so I'm, I don't want to go over the top of your head there, Bruce. The stuff from the sky, the stuff, the, the electronic <laughs> thingies, yeah, uh, and makes your hair stand on end. So if right. that, well, that happens, if you okay, Bruce, I'll give you an important public safety tip. Yeah. If you're ever walking along in a thunderstorm, yeah, do you still have hair? Yes. Okay, and your hair starts <laughs> to stand on end. <laughs> Run. Right. Because you can outrun the lightning. <laughs> but, no, it might take 30 seconds before it happens. Oh, okay, right. The, the, the important thing to do is know which direction to run. Right. And which direction is that? <laughs> Away from the lightning. Excellent. Excellent advice. <laughs> Thought it'd help out. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Paul sends us on about a, a 3D printed cartridge that turns any 35mm ca- film camera into a digital camera. Right. Is this the I'm back? The I'm back is a new digital back for old 35mm cameras? No, this is a 3D print. Some guy has printed a, a 3D. Oh, sorry, that's the link above. Sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm, and I'm getting ahead of myself. A lens from a Raspberry Pi. Right. Into it. So if, 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 that's, if you're into tinkering. It's pretty cool. Mate, well, it gets same same thing goes again with um, yeah, yeah, yeah. the large format though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not the tools. It's, it's the can tool. you do anything useful with it or yeah, interesting I mean, with I, it? But but see the thing is again, and just to go back to the earlier point, because I'm being very pragmatic. Yeah. My brain doesn't find that interesting. Okay. But my brain doesn't find lots of things interesting. Right. Yeah, and just because I don't find it interesting doesn't mean squat. Yeah. You know, it means it means two, two thirds or three quarters of less than squat, in fact. <laughs> and I can get that people would love to experiment and try stuff like that. And the thrill alone is just to even make it function. Not, and that's yeah. the be all and end all is to make the thing function. Yeah. Not to take it to a level where there's an artistic value out of what they produced. Right. So you know, I guess it's people like people who make yeah, you know, they, they, they build steam engines. You know, like little replicas of right. old-fashioned steam engines, yep. and they build those and get them. And as soon as they're running, it's like oh, I've done it now. Yeah, it's completely pointless, <laughs> but gives them great satisfaction. And so fair enough, you know. Yeah, mate of mine collects road signs and puts oh. them up in his garage. <laughs> okay, <laughs> exactly. Fair enough. You know, I've never been man enough to have a man shed, so it's right. not yeah. You know, not much value in that for me, but I, but I support his uh, ambition. Yeah, but don't you have a man cave for your your set of five adjustable spanners? <laughs> I've lost most of Bruce. I can't find them now, though. That's that, a throwback for people who've been with us a long time. Yeah, it's, it's almost like a, a post Easter egg, isn't it? You know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we'll send, send Paul Sutton on a scurry to go back to previous <laughs> yeah, episodes go, to find, go find the that Spanner reference. episode. Um, uh, I should have done a man cave for that. So the next one that Paul had was uh, this company called I'm Back. Oh, yes. As in I apostrophe M, I am yes. back, uh, is a new digital back for old 35mm cameras. Yeah, but the, do you know why they call themselves I'm back? Why? Isn't it because they've it tried it about four times so far and gone out of business at the time? <laughs> Maybe. I think it is. Right. We, we've been seeing this for how many years have we been yeah. seeing this for? Yeah. Lots. Yeah. Lots. Yeah, lots. The question is, are they actually back? And this is a big question. 
Uh, currently, the project has a working prototype with an 8-megapixel sensor and is raising funds for launch on Kickstarter. If the project reaches its €85,000 target, the creator will put a 16-megapixel sensor inside the system. Wow. <laughs> That'd be the I believe it when I see it. <laughs> there you go. But, I, I, but you said I would like... Yeah. So have like something like an Olympus OM one, right? Uh, Nikon FM, just one of the old classic cameras I had thirty, forty years ago. Yeah, with a digital back. That would that would if I could convert one of those, that'd be kind of cool. Is that simply because you liked the ergonomics of those bodies? Loved it, and of course, it's sentimentality, you know. Yeah, of yeah, of, of remembering your youth. Do, yeah. do you ever see the movie Cocoon, Bruce? Uh, I don't think I did. Yeah, it's about these aliens that, that uh, living in these shell, in these eggs at the bottom of the ocean, and uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, it's a pity, a pity you never saw it because it's, it's, it's Steve Gutenberg is okay. like the main character, and this young kid, and this young kids, um, and, and they put these egg things into this um, into a swimming pool. Next door, in like this old, this sort of slightly heated swimming pool. Oh, hang on! And these I old grandfathers and grandmothers and stuff go swimming in the pool and start getting their youthful energy back. That's right. Yes, oh, you remember that. Yeah. So anyway, the young, so, so Steve Gutenberg, main character, got this young kid, this young kid there, and his grandfather is one of the guys going back and one of the oldies going back and forwards into the pool. Right, a guy called, Wil, a guy called Wilford Brimley. Okay. Is that the character name or the actor's that's, that's name? That's his real name. That's his real okay. name, the actor's name, Wilford Brimley. Well, he's an old guy. He's going back and forth. Well, it turns out, I found out quite distressingly the other day, that I'm six years older than that actor was when he was playing the grandfather in that movie. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, okay. Quite distressing. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is stuff I've had to live with the last two weeks. Ruth? 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 <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I must be cold and, and bit my tongue. Um, now, someone, the, the, Paul's saying here, someone with a, a life a lot more sadder or more exciting than mine, however you want to look at it. See, it's the same thing yeah. as me with the, with the large format. He's seeing the same thing. He's echoing my thoughts previous to me saying them, <laughs> which is pretty good. Has made famous movie, TV, series, Has been film to locations. Recreate, recreate the exact locations used in the movies. First one doesn't look anything like it. <laughs> Well, that's probably because of all the CGI that went on in the movie. Yeah, good point, good point. Second point, yeah, that one works. Yeah. yeah. I did see someone filming, uh, taking photos of like, locations have been used in films in like the 50s and 60s and what it looked like now. Oh, really? As well, during this, during this last couple of weeks and didn't pay a lot of attention, but I did see that. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 what else have we got there? And then uh, the last one, Doctor has a blog where he examines photos it shows how much photos are actually digitally manipulated. Oh, okay. Doctor, the doctor figures that. Out. But see, what was it was saying was that the other week about Norway that you have to, if in advertising, you have to state if it's been manipulated or not. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God, there goes my photographic career. <laughs> oh yeah. So he, he, he scans and he then he He's pixelates and he unpixelates using all and he kinds of and spectral and analysis. And yep. And then uh, she's got uh, a bikini on. Oh. <laughs> Mind that software myself. So what? You, you just, if I, could, I might be saying I could recreate this in Photoshop. You pixelate it into 
weird little sort of rainbow and grey colours. Yeah. Then you turn it black and white. Then you pixelate it with like green and red, and then suddenly she's wearing a bikini. Right. Okay. I... <laughs> so like I said to my wife the other day, because we've been having this argument. Not I, we've had this discussion around the Olympics at the moment yeah. about all the women fighting to be able to wear uniform outfits that they want to wear rather than the crap they make them wear. Uh, right. Right. Because you've seen, like, it's actually legally mandated in the rules. I think it's the volleyball, the, the, the women can't wear pants that cover any more than 10 centimetres of their bottom. Right. And if they do, they'll be fined. Yeah. Right. Yet the men can wear knee-length shorts in exactly yeah. the same sport. Yeah. You know? So we've been in the middle of the discussions and this women's team are refusing to do it and the, the musician Pink is paying their fines. Yeah, good on okay? But we were talking I mean, last it's, night. It's we were, crap that there's a fine in the first place. It is. But we were looking at the men's swimming last night. Yeah. And they've got, like, these, you know, three-quarter length sort of, like, short things. They're not wearing Speedos or anything, you know. And, yeah, it's just a, a three-quarter length, skin-tight kind of fabric. And she's got a seat. They're allowed to wear that. I said, well, women can, as far as I'm concerned, women swimmers can wear that same outfit, just the bottoms. <laughs> uh, I'd watch. I'd watch more swimming. <laughs> Didn't go down very well, Bruce. No, no, no. But you know, I support the right for women to wear whatever sporting equipment they want. <laughs> uh, by by equipment, I'm not talking like a barbell and weights because that, you know, that's just kind of ridiculous to wear. But yeah, you know, yeah. Whatever clothing that is not doesn't improve their performance. Not performance enhancing, Bruce. Right. Because you remember the old days of swimming where they wore, people used to wear those, like, you know, wetsuits, full wetsuits. Yeah. And they used to make them float higher in the water, which made it easier to swim. Yeah. So no performance-enhancing clothes. But if you want to rock up to the 100-metre freestyle wearing a, a singlet and board shorts, yeah. you know, go for it, I say, <laughs> as long as we're in the team colours. Yeah, that's right. Right. That's it. Uh, anyway, that's right, mate, well, got I think the week. we'll uh, wrap it up for that. There's probably episode. more there, but... My my focus has gone to um, the women's swimming events, and yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure it's going to be beneficial to the show. Mm-hmm. But you, not sure me being on the show is beneficial to the show. <laughs> we'll see how we go, regardless. All right, mate, will you enjoy your week of freedom? Yes, I will. I'll be outdoors tomorrow, and I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do, Bruce. Whilst I'm out, I'll, I'll send photos to you. That would be great. That way, I've got some photography under the belt to about next week, and I'll make you feel bad. Excellent. Thank you, mate. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Stay safe. <laughs> You've been listening to Shutters Inc. For questions, comments, and feedback, email theboys at shuttersincpodcast.com. 